mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is. Performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, we're back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today, by the way. We appreciate it. If you've not been able to come out and say hi, uh, we know that you are uh, with us anyways, listening on air, and we appreciate that very much. Again, Rich Lance, guys, hang tight. We have one line open, 303-477-5600. Don't forget the text line, 307-200-8222. I've got several I'll get to in a moment on the text line, so thank you for texting us as well. We're live at the American Legion, post 1111. Basically, 100th and Old Wadsworth. If you come between uh, 92nd and 104th on Old Wadsworth, you can't miss us. We have Jen Saffel here also from the Women's Auxiliary. So I guess first off, there's a lot of folks out there that know about the American Legion, and they drive by them and they see them, and you know, maybe some have been involved, but most probably have not, and they always wonder, what do you guys do? We support... As an auxiliary, we support the American Legion, which not only supports veterans and veterans organizations in the area, but the community. We support the community in a sense of um, giving back to um, uh, food drives, schools, uh, the needs of the community. Okay, so it's not just a you know club where everybody comes, hangs out, gathers. I mean, today it's been great. We've had a fabulous time with all the cars here and just all the people we've met and so on but it goes way beyond that right Right, and we are truly a membership organization we are not a, a public organization we membership um the auxiliary supports the legion the sal supports the legion itself um we all come together for these functions um to raise money for those community needs and our um veteran needs which are big as well big as well um uh, things as far as fish health, um, which supports families that come in um, with needs, kind of like a Ronald McDonald House in, in the military um, realm. We um, support the VA hospital through coffee carts and, and different organizations. We send letters and welcoming packages to the community. Um, Thanksgiving baskets, Christmas needs for children, you know, through um, both Toys for Tots and our local um, police department who goes out and finds these families with children in need. Um, we do school activities where we send food into the schools for the needy families or kids who come to school hungry. You know, we have these right. programs in the schools and they are more common now. So, Very cool. No, this is great. And I, I, again, Louie is the one that brought us out and this has been great. And we appreciate being here. We also know that this benefits you know, everything going on today funnels right into what you guys are doing on a daily basis and we appreciate that appreciate you having us and this has been a blast so 
Thank, Thank you. you. And guys know that we have volunteer dinners, volunteer breakfasts on Sundays and Fridays. Come out and join us as the public and um, support these needs of the community. Great. Jen, sure. thank you very much. Terrific. It's been great. Thank you, for, thank you for joining us. It's really great. All right. Let's take some calls. We've got, a, again, one line open, 303-477-5600. Rich, you are next. What's going on, Rich? Hi, uh, sir. Thanks for Can you hear me okay. Yes, I can. Thanks for calling, sir. Thank you much. Uh, third or fourth time calling with, uh, I have a 92 safari, safari van that's all wheel drive. And I, I love having the vehicle, the 4.3, 1992, but the tranny, the tranny had started slipping and now it's completely out. It's got 250,000. Um, there's a shop over in Parker road, uh, by the reservoir a little bit South. The shop says, Free diagnostics, uh, transmission and so on, repair and so on. Free diagnostics. And my, I'm, I'm sort of. Is a lie. Is a lie. And, and, and I'm just, and I, Rich, real quick, I'm just, and I'm just being honest. It's a lie because no one works for free. I don't care who you are. They may advertise that they're doing it for free, but trust me. When you go to get the repair done, they're wrapping all that back into the price of the repair. And if the repair yeah. is done correctly, their price is going to be higher than what somebody else's is because they're wrapping it in. I used to tell my customers this all the time, and I meant it. I would much rather be honest with you on the front, charge you what I know I'm going to have in it for diagnostics, tell you exactly what's going on with the vehicle afterwards. You determine what you want to do one way or the other. And at the end of the day, everybody knows exactly what's happening, and I'm not lying to you. Is it possible that one of the techs said that on this 700R4, it's possible that um, it's possible they might be able to repair it without removing it? No. That's I doubt that. No, the they haven't got a mechanic that small. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> good one, Jeff. Okay, um, on a 92 with 250, then am I going to be uh, junk cars for sale? Sort of. Uh, what I mean, what do you feel the value of the vehicle is, Rich? I mean, how, how attached to it are you? Because the transmission is uh, well, going to no. be more money than what the car is actually worth. So, what you know, how attached real, to it are you? Just, just real quick, um, more info. So, in the last year or what, it just has it has a new uh, water pump uh, radiator and then new starter battery. So, other than and fairly good tires, about fifty on the tires, fifty percent. Um, it's a, it, I only have nine hundred into it, so I don't know is putting it, twelve in a tranny. Four, is it a four wheel uh, drive? All wheel drive, yeah. yeah. All wheel drive, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, at that point, here's the issue, Rich and. Jeff can chime in on this as well. Finding yeah. a good used, quote-unquote, transmission that you know is good and is going to work is going to be extremely, extremely difficult. Finding one out of a junkyard, for example, that actually fits that application and then is a good transmission in the first place, good luck. You're going to spend three to four grand putting a you know, remanufactured transmission, Jasper, something along those lines in that with, you know, with a long-term warranty. Which, on the same token, you're, if you're going to keep the vehicle long term, I would do that. Get your money back yeah. out of it. You drive the vehicle three, four years. You've got your money back out of the investment you just made, anyways. 
but you're going to be hard-pressed to find anything good used. And do not buy a piece-together transmission from a transmission shop. I don't care how reputable they, they might be. Don't buy one with just a bunch of junk off the shelf they're putting together in that transmission because you will not have longevity with it if you do that. And Jeff's over here shaking his head. <laughs> wow. You, you can't uh, build them with used parts and make not them last. that Not that transmission. You can't. No, you can't. Okay, thanks for the advice, and have a, a great uh, God bless to those. Yes, thank you, Rich. Yes, appreciate it very much. Thank you very much for that as well. And, yeah, and, again, guys, not trying to be rude or unkind or anything along those lines, but you're, you're not going to find anybody that does that transmission properly if they're just pulling parts off the shelf and shoving them in. No. You may get it to run out of the shop and even run for several months, but it's not going to run long term. Nope. If you're really going to keep the vehicle, make it last a long time and get your value back out of that, you've got to put something of high value in it in the first place, or it's not, especially mm. that transmission because they're yeah. – they're uh, very intricate is probably yes. the best way for me to say that, right, Jeff? Picky. Picky. That's okay. That's a good way to say it. Uh, Lance is next. Lance, welcome, sir. How's it going, guys? Good. Great. Man, I just saw the three F-16s fly over as you guys were playing that anthem. That's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Right on. Yeah, that was must be. You must be bumps. down. Uh, they probably were coming over the stadium for the, the, the CU game down at Mile High Stadium, I'm guessing. Or whatever. Yeah, it's you're correct. Today. I'm cur- yeah, I'm currently like at uh, Santa Fe and Dartmouth area. But yep. anyway, speaking of all American, speaking of all American, you have a 1976 International Scout too. My front hubs <laughs> continually just get super, super hot. I'm not sure why. I've I've had it in the air. I can spin the front tires. You know, it's solid axle. Obviously, it's disengaged, but they just get so warm. I can't figure out the problem. I mean, they're like you can't put them to hand touch if you're even driving probably a mile, maybe two miles down the road. Wheel bearings are probably too tight. Would be my first guess. Wheel bearings. And I would think because because the only thing there to cause heat are the wheel bearings. There's nothing else there. Hub hub disengaged. The axle shaft's just sitting there, and the hub is running around the outside of it. Engaged. The axle's engaged into the hub and. You know, then you've got torque on the on the hub assembly itself, but disengaged, and I'm guessing it either has like Selectro or Warrens or something like that on it. It does. It's got the okay. factory ones, and to add to it, there, I've uh, put disc brakes on the rear of this, and also have a Hydro Boost system on it. Okay. But it's still, if I throw it neutral in my garage, you know, I can literally physically just push it out of the garage. Have you checked? I mean, how tight are the wheel bearings? You know, this for everybody listening. The proper uh, way to check a, a, a wheel bearing to know whether it's adjusted properly or not is you should be able to, with the wheel and tire on the hub, and most people would, I've had technicians even back in the day argue with me on this, but I'm correct, you should be able to take the top and the bottom of the wheel and move it ever so slightly back and forth. There should be a teeny, teeny bit of play in that wheel assembly, that hub assembly. If there's not, it's too tight. And most guys, okay, even technicians back in the day, put them on too tight and did not allow for the play I just said. Okay, and this heat obviously will eventually break down stuff in there, Correct. so that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Yeah. Now, they will get mm-hmm. hot after driving for some distance and using the brakes and so on, and that's why you use a high-temp wheel bearing grease in those. Even back then we did. And, yes, in that condition, in that, in that situation, I should say, yes, they would get hot You know, as you were you know, coming down a mountain or doing something along those lines. Driving a mile with nothing really going on, they should not be getting super hot. It, it, well, they gave me pa- restriction. 
if they're bad. In other words, if I throw a neutral at, say, 10 miles an hour, should I see a significant slowdown? You, you, no, you wouldn't notice that, but it just will heat the bearings up if oh. they're too tight. Are, they, are, they, are the wheel bearings packed with chassis grease or wheel bearing grease? i got to open them up and look. I can't give you an educated okay. um, result on that. Well, be, okay, cool. Be sure, be sure and lube up those hubs, too. Yeah, yeah th- those are also, yeah, thank you, Jeff. Those lands, which a lot of technicians, even back then, I mean, I did that for years and years, and, that, you know, really that's at four-wheel drive stores for a, a long, long time and did that for a living on a daily basis. And I will tell you that even back then, most other shops, when you, other than the dealership, if you took a, a vehicle like that in and had a wheel bearing pack done, they would pack the wheel bearings, they would throw the hubs back in, and off you went. They never packed the spindle bearings, which, by the way, need to be done periodically as well, which is the inner Torrington bearing where the axle shaft rides inside of the spindle that actually bolts to the knuckle. That needs to be packed as well. They also need to have new grease seals, and they're basically just dust shields, if you would. But those need to be replaced and packed at the same time if they have not been done, and the hubs need serviced as well. And back in the day, most technicians wouldn't do what I'm talking about because they didn't know how. And who's most doing guys that couldn't now get these the, Most guys couldn't get the spindle off the knuckle to even do what I just yeah, said. Yeah, Nonetheless, right. pack them. And who works on these old guys now, do you know? Very few people because most people don't know what I just said, unfortunately. I mean, yeah. and honestly, Lance, they didn't know back in the mid to you know mid to mid you know mid 80s mid 90s when those things were popular they didn't know how to do it then they sure as heck don't know how to do it now and it's not knocking even a lot of the younger technicians that are in shops now they've just never seen these types of vehicles they don't come across the bay anymore yeah yeah i agree it's um it's pretty simple but it's kind of complicated figuring them out but i guess once i open it up i'll see what and, and yeah and, and you can and they make some tools to get the to get the spindles and that up. And honestly, the best way to get the spindle off, and most guys don't know this, but when you pull the wheels off and you get everything off and you get the wheel bearings and everything off and it's just the spindle with the axle shaft sticking out of the hub, you take all the bolts off, which they're a 916 uh, wrench or socket or whatever. You take all the all the bolts off, that there's six of them that hold the, the spindle onto the hub. You take a big, huge dead blow, biggest yep. one you've got, and you smack the end of it as hard as you can numerous times. Do not put a chisel down in between the hub and the spindle to take it off because then you mess things up and you'll change the alignment and it'll get loose and you don't want to do that. So just just use a big, soft, you know, big, big, biggest dead blow, soft type hammer that you've got to get the spindle broke loose from the knuckle and then pack the bearings on the inside and buy the kit that goes ahead and, you know, if they haven't been done, if there's any rust inside those bearings or anything, that's not where the heat's coming from, by the way, but if there's any rust or anything in there, you need to put the bearings in it as well. Yep. The Torrington bearings. Okay. Sounds like I got some jobs ahead of me. Yeah, and that was easy. I mean, it's it's time consuming, but there's nothing there that's you know technically. Ru- I mean, if you've done the other things you've told me you've done, you can do this, no problem. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then again, when Have and, a good one, man. And here's and by the way, real quick for you listening, for you and anybody else on a full, older four wheel drive, the way you adjust the bearings on that properly is. You put everything back together. You make sure you tighten the outer nut down because those have a, a trip, you know, a dual nut with a lock ring that goes between the two nuts, and that is a special tool. It's a four-prong tool that you have to have special to get that nut off, four or six. It depends on the year, but it's either a four-prong or six-prong tool. Napa sells them. You can get one there. But once you get that all apart and you're putting it back together, the proper way to do that is you actually cinch the outer bearing down you're fairly tight, you know, the, the inner nut, I should say, on the outer bearing. You cinch that down fairly tight, and then you back it off 
ever so slightly. You put the lock ring on, and if if there's any if there's any movement in the lock, you know, if you have to move the nut to match the lock ring, you never tighten. You always loosen to the next notch, not the other way around. Then you put okay. the outer nut on, lock it in, and away you go. Most guys do the opposite of what I just said, and that's why they get too tight. They get everything snugged up. They put the lock ring on. It doesn't quite match the pinhole. They'll tighten the nut to actually match the lock <laughs> ring and, therefore, over-tighten the wheel bearings. That's right. And this, and, and this point, and that, that's when we're spinning it back left and right to see if it's got a little play. That's right. Yeah. No, play, no, you're shaking. The, you're literally taking your hand top and bottom on the tire, and if you cannot move the top of the tire back and forth ever so slightly, the bearings are too tight. Okay, not spinning, just actually forcing it. Kind actually of forcing, it. like you're like if you're going to check ball joints or something, you, you grab the wheel itself and you're going to move the actual wheel itself in and out, and you're going to feel the play in the wheel bearing. And by the way, everybody listening, that's the same for trailer wheels, tire, I mean, you name it. If it's got wheel bearings that are not a sealed-type pressed bearing unit like a lot of cars have today that are already preset, that's how you do it. Boat trailers, everything. Everything, yeah. you name it. That's how you do all of them. And you don't think it's a brakes at all, then? You're pretty sure on the wheel bearing. I doubt. I doubt it. I'm sure the wheel bearings are too yeah. tight. That's my okay. guess, because because you're describing because 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 theoretically on disc brakes on the front, they're really not even dragging on the road or anyways to cause any heat. So that little bit that you're driving, if the brakes were hanging up, you'd know it by the way it drove. It'd be pulling one way or the other if you had a brake hanging up. Yeah, and they get super hot. I mean, like you can't touch it. I'm guessing the wheel bearings are too tight. Have you have okay. you owned it forever or, or for how long or what? Ten years. Okay. Well. Ten years. It, it, depending upon who serviced it or what happened along those lines, that's what I'd be looking at. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I mean, either way, this I'll needs look looked into at. It. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Have a good one, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, no, thanks, Lance. I appreciate it. Luke, I know you're on the horn. Hang tight. we got two lines open, 303-477-5600. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years, probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. The rebate program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Leuenberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition, which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. 
With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage. But American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Lewinberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. And again, thank you for joining us. We are live at the American Legion, post 1111 at 100th and Old Wadsworth. And uh, the show goes till about 1 o'clock, so it's kind of winding down here. They're going to give away prizes and announce some winners here shortly. But if you're out in this area, still a lot of great cars here, a lot of people here still, too. So stop by. Still not a problem doing that. There's food. There's fun. There's a bake sale that, again, benefits the Ladies Auxiliary, who we talked to Jen earlier on. And, again, just come by and say hi. We'd appreciate it. Lines are open, by the way. We can still take some more calls, 303-477-5600. Luke is next. Luke, welcome. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Say, uh, I got a 2001 Dodge Ram 1500 V8 uh, 360Q. Okay. And uh, I, the engine, it continues to stall out. And it's got 258,000 miles on it. And a couple weeks ago, I called you about it. Uh, you may or may not remember, but I had the MSD blaster coil on there. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, I remember. So I changed that out and went to the OEM standard coil. And did you change the module, too? Did you put a new module in it? No, just the uh, ignition coil. You put a module in it, too. The module that's in the distributor, put that in it as well. No, uh, that's the uh, cam uh, position. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry, that one's, that one's external. The module on it is external. Uh, sorry, I for, yes, you're, you're correct. Uh, uh, and I can't remember on that one. It's, it's near the distributor, but go ahead and do the module as well. Yeah, it's inside the distributor, so we replaced that, and it's still stalled out the same day. So the next day, we replaced the crankshaft sensor position sensor in there okay and that fixed it for a few days okay now it's still stalling out i drive up and down i-25 going back and forth uh, to denver from frederick so now on the way home last night it stalled out twice and it threw me the air codes you know i cycled the key three times Uh uh-huh and it gave me the air code capital p is in paul Blank space, small d, o, n, capital E. And then it stalled out again, and I recycled the key, and it brought up the error code, capital N, O, blank space, capital B, U, 5. So now I don't know what to do. And none, and none of those codes make any sense to me. Um... 
Now, I want to go back. I want to back up too. So the ignition module on that vehicle, I believe, mounts to the fender. You replaced it as well. It's not in the distributor. I'm not sure. There's the ignition coil on the outside uh, on the right uh, cylinder head just in front of it below the uh, uh, alternator. And then inside the distributor, you know, you got your rotor and uh, everything and the uh, cam, sense, cam position sensor pickup. That's uh-huh. what we replaced. Okay. And the crankshaft position sensor, which is very difficult to get to, but that solved the problem for a few days. Okay. Do you do you know, too, and I, I don't know that I asked you this the last time because I don't remember if I did, so I'm sorry if I asked you the last time, uh, but I'll ask again. When it shuts off, are you losing all of your gauges and things on the dash, or is all of that stuff still lit up and everything is still functioning and you show you know, oil pressure and things like that, or is it completely shutting all of that off? No, everything on the dash, the lights, the gauges, all of that is still working, and then the engine, the tachometer, just starts dropping from, like, at 65 miles an hour from two grand. It just keeps dropping, and then the engine eventually turns off, and i got to coast over to the shoulder. So it's not just shutting off instantly it's actually losing power and then shutting off yeah uh, okay that's a that's a different explanation than i gathered from the last time around I, i'm guessing it's not an ignition related item then it's most likely fuel well we put it now that that does in real quick in real quick luke that does have an auto shutdown feature on that vehicle where if it notices there's not oil pressure or something along those lines, it will shut things down. Does does it have good oil pressure and all of that as it's you know, as it's running? Yeah, it does. It's about Okay. Mm, I'd say about forty five pounds maybe. Okay. Something like that. Jeff, any thoughts? Am I missing, am I missing anything? Catalytic converter coming apart. Oh well that could be. The catalytic converter, the heat shield on the catalytic converter was rattling, so I, I took the top half off of it because when the engine was torquing, it was rattling, so I took the top half of the heat shield off. Does okay. it still rattle? No, it doesn't rattle anymore. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's the color of the cat? Is it like dark gunmetal blue? Yeah. And hot. Uh, it, well, and here's the other question for you, because this this you wouldn't know without a vacuum gauge. When it goes to shut down, do you know, we we need to know what the vacuum's doing? And because we're just going is if the cat is in fact plugged or act, you know, it's getting plugged and that's what's shutting it down. Your vacuum will go away on the engine as well. Yeah. Well, they installed a new cat on there about three years ago. Okay. And they put it in backwards, and so I took it back, and they put it in in the correct way, with the out, out, in, 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 in the correct position. And that was three years ago, and I never had a problem. Okay. And do you know what cat they put on it by chance? What what type of cat? What brand or anything? No, I just assume it was something standard uh, as to that particular year of brand. 
How long do you have to wait until you can fire back up and drive it, Luke? Two or three minutes. Okay, that's probably not a bad cat then because a cat getting that hot and plugging up would take longer to recover. Um, well, we need to know next, and you have to put some test equipment on or have somebody do this. We need to know, is it losing ignition or is it losing fuel? Because at this point, yeah. we don't know. And you're going to be chasing one or the other until you know for sure. We've got to know, is it losing spark or is it losing fuel? Well, we put a new fuel module in there about uh, 20,000 miles ago. And I was okay. having a problem with the fuel module. Uh, it was burning out fuel modules. And the last guy that put it in, uh, he said the fuel line was twisted and kinked. And he said he fixed that when he put the new okay. module in. And I, and and I would go back to I that area and double-check all that. Go, go back in time and, and recheck the things that have been done. That would be one of those to recheck. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the other question I have is that should it make a humming sound when the engine is running the fuel module? Pump should, module shouldn't. Well, the pump is inside the fuel module, right? That one, I believe, is an assembly in the tank, but does it have a separate relay? That's Because I don't remember on that vehicle. It's too old for me to remember. Does that have a separate relay? Or are you asking, is the module and the assembly in the tank buzzing? That would be okay, yes. Well, yeah, it's buzzing or humming, whatever you want to call it, but it's inconsistent. It kind of like, uh, it kind of like goes up in pitch and then down in pitch. Then, then I would be looking at the fuel pump that's in the tank as well, and that may very well be. Cause my guess is, like I said earlier, with more explanation, I think you're losing fuel, not ignition. Is there any possibility, and it only seems to do it when it's hot out and I'm running Makes the it worse. on the way home. You, you, are, you are now you're now really telling me a lot more now than I learned the last time, Luke. Again, no offense. This is, this is a tough thing to always do over the phone. But, yeah, the more you tell me, yes, the more I would tell you it's fuel-related. Yep. So you think it might be the fuel module or vapor locking? Uh, and, and if it is on a fuel-injected vehicle, it's because it doesn't have enough power and volume coming out of the pump itself. Because it shouldn't vapor lock. That those did not have a did not have a history of doing that. Okay, so what you're saying then is basically uh, we need to recheck the fuel module, which has the fuel I would, pump in it. Yes. Yes. If if there's a way you can put a fuel pressure gauge on it and drive it, yes, that's going to tell you a lot. Well, the last time we went for a road test, he put uh, a diagnostic tool on it, and he got no air codes, and he said the fuel pressure was about 60 you, you, to 65 pounds. And that's what and we he knew that driving. while driving? That was yeah. while driving it, you had 60 to 65? And that never went down? Yeah. According to him, no. Okay. Okay. Again, I would I would still double check that and check where that kink area was. 
Okay. And you can, and Luke, and I, and I got to run to break. You can always send me an email on that as well, and I can help you a little further. This is a little more intricate than what we can do, you know, on air. So send me some emails and even some pictures, and I can help you through this and, and or get you to somebody that can help because there's a lot more going on here than, honestly, I have time on air to – to help diagnose and uh kip and paul hang tight we're at the bottom of the hour one line open 303-477-5600 we'll be right back drive radio klz 560 home values are rising 8 10 and 13 percent in some areas trying to buy it but keep missing take aim to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps let us show you options take aim 720-895-0500 locally owned and operated since 2001 we know how to help Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298-191. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, Southern Wyoming, and Western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air listens to their customers. After every AC installation, the customer service team at Absolute calls the homeowners to thank them for their patronage. During the phone call, they also ask about the customer's experience with Absolute. The leadership team at Absolute takes customer feedback seriously, implementing company-wide changes based on the responses they receive. Just in the past couple of months, Absolute has hired their first team of boiler techs 
based on customer demand, so they may serve homeowners with non-traditional heating systems this winter. Normally, HVAC companies have a hard time finding boiler techs because boilers require a very specific skill set. Fortunately for Absolute, techs want to work for a company that listens. Thanks to their 800 Google reviews, averaging 4.9 stars out of 5, Absolute attracts some of the most experienced talent in the industry. Call the team that listens. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Visit the Absolute Electrical booth at the Denver Home Show coming September 17th through the 19th at the Colorado Convention Center. Be sure to let them know you hear them on KLZ. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Mr. Speaker, the President of the United States. Remembering 9-11. Mr. Speaker, members of Congress, and fellow Americans. In the normal course of events, presidents come to this chamber to report on the State of the Union. Tonight, no such report is needed. We have seen it in the courage of passengers who rushed terrorists to save others on the ground. We have seen the state of our union in the endurance of rescuers working past exhaustion. We've seen the unfurling of flags, the lighting of candles, the giving of blood, the saying of prayers in English, Hebrew, and Arabic. We have seen the decency of a loving and giving people who have made the grief of strangers their own. My fellow citizens, for the last nine days, the entire world has seen for itself the state of our union, and it is strong. <laughs> Fellow citizens, we'll meet violence with patient justice, assured of the rightness of our cause, and confident of the victories to come. In all that lies before us, May God grant us wisdom, and may he watch over the United States of America. Nine days after Al-Qaeda's attack on America, in a joint session of Congress, President George W. Bush reassured the nation that we are strong and will remain strong against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Proper Broadcasting, remembering 9-11. All right, on, uh, on this 20th anniversary of September 11th, again, we're live at the American Legion, post 11-11, 100th and Old Wadsworth in Westminster, and there's still time to come by and enjoy some of what's going on today, and we appreciate each and every one that has come out as well. Uh, Kip, you are up next on air. What's going on, sir? Kip, go ahead. Yes. 
Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I have a 2008 Chevy Colorado. The cruise control went out. I've changed the brake switch and the fuse. Uh, still didn't work. Any ideas? Those are controlled by a module on those, so most likely it's in that area or it's not picking up the you know the speed and knowing what to do as far as engagement goes and or the switch is bad it's not engaging it in the first place i mean you've got four or five things in that system that could cause that have you got any check engine lights or anything like that on abs no okay good okay that's a plus yeah that is yeah because if you did that would be one of the reasons it doesn't come on uh probably best bet on that if you've checked all the easy stuff probably need to get it on a scanner yep and see what's going on. Uh, you okay. could have an under. Uh, you could have an underlying code that isn't going to turn anything on. That could be creating that not to work. Okay. All okay. right. So uh, I guess I will do that. All right. Thank you very much. You're very You're welcome, welcome, Kip. And that again, that cruise control is controlled out of the body control module. So you'd need a scan tool to check that as well and find out what signals it's getting and what it's trying to do. Paul, you're next. What's going on today? Yes, I've got a 2011 F-150, uh, about 170,000 miles on it, and now on my screen, all of a sudden, it uh, a wrench symbol jumps up, and I looked in the book, and it said something about the transmission being in survival mode. What's going on? Limp mode. Limp mode is what that means. Could be in a limp mode. Is it What's shifting hard or anything like that? Excuse me? Is it shifting hard? Yeah, yeah like? it kind of hesitates. Okay. Uh, yeah, you need to have somebody take a look at that with a scanner and see what's going on. Oh, okay. And I noticed that uh, it uh, the gears, the numbers of the gears, you know, on your screen, it, it doesn't even show any of those. But it just kind of hesitates when it, but it goes in the reverse. Possible the PCM the is bad. Okay, Pardon? yeah, you you could have a problem either in the PCM, uh, neutral safety switch. Uh, you could, you, I mean, you need to have somebody take a look at it with a scanner. Yep. Okay. Well, where did I go? Where's your? I'm, I'm where? available to go any place. Yeah. Where are you? Where are I'm you at? I'm in East Denver. I'm in East Denver. Okay. Between yeah, Ken Rackley and Ken, no. Ken. Yeah, Ken Ken Rackley at Tunekek could look at that for you. Yep. He's he's your closest. He's right off of Colfax and 225. Oh, okay. Do you have a number, yeah, Ken? Uh, I can get you one really quick here. Give me oh, one sure. moment, and I'll look it up for you real fast. Give me just a second. Uh, let's see here. It is 303. I got it. 327-9176. 327-9176. Right, you got thank it. you very much, John. You're welcome, Listen Paul. Thank you very week. much. And and Ken Rackley is the owner there. He was actually going to join us today, but it was we're a ways from him today, and he had other things to do right after the show. So I'll have Ken on here in a couple of weeks. So, Ken, thanks if you're listening. Appreciate it. And uh, uh, you have a guy coming your way with an F-150 that might very well need a PCM. We'll find out. Henry, you're next. What's going on? Hey, we'll say, uh, yeah, call. Uh, let's see. Briefly, uh, I I have a 2010 Honda minivan. Had it for six eight months. <clears throat> Yesterday, I uh, 
pull over, <laughs> turn it off, and turn back on the uh, AC if that has anything to do with it. But uh, try to restart it, and I'm tick, tick, tick. Oh, I ran down the battery somehow. Well, um, <clears throat> that doesn't make that much sense, but it could be. But so I did my errand and get back to the car, and it starts. However, uh, none of the gauges register anything. Uh, you can't turn on the radio uh, and so forth. And and then, you know, you've done it a little bit, uh, and it, as I say, none of the gauges work, so the tech remains at zero. It does everything on D, for instance. And I've done it a little bit, and, it, you know, it's as if you're not done, and it, it wants to die out. And eventually, it does die out. <clears throat> and uh, I was thinking it sounds like, that sounds like CPU issue or something, but I don't know if you would have any insight on that. Hard to say. That's, that's another one where somebody needs to have a, uh, a not just a code reader, but a high-quality scan tool to find out exactly what readings are coming out of it, what's it doing. You know, Again, there's so many factors now on modern vehicles. Uh, any, anything on the road today, by the way, the fleet is, is you know, 13, 14 years of age, and anything in that time frame has to be diagnosed the way we're talking. There's nothing like the cars we're looking at today at this show where, you know, you walk out and pull a spark plug and see if it's got spark or you look down the carburetor to see if there's, you know, fuel. You know, those days yeah. are gone. You've got to have some computer-controlled equipment to look at it to find out what's happening. I've got a scan tool, and if I could find it, but we just moved from California to Denver, and I can't find anything. Ah, okay. Yeah, and you, as you know, you need that to find out what's going on. Where are you at? Yeah, so I tried to read. I tried a hard reboot by disconnecting the battery for a period. Uh, yeah, nothing won't do it either, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Well, I really Where are you at, your town? Um, I, I heard you give uh, uh, Ken Rackley yes. uh, number to, would you, would you say that's a good place to start? Well, what part of town are you in, Henry? I'm in, uh, what do we call it? I'm in southwest Denver. Okay, go to Geno's. Uh, he's going to be closer than Ken, uh, and both great shops, by the way. But Geno's is over off of Bowles and Platte Canyon. They're almost on the corner of Bowles and Platte Canyon, so it's not too far from where you are. And their number is 303-963-9353. And, again, in both cases, by the way, make sure you tell them you heard them on Drive Radio. They'll take, your, oh, they'll take good care you. of you. Yeah, I want to where his car, my wife, is out doing errands, and she said, Give me a ring and say, "Hey, I'm listening to this great show. See if you can get oh. in." <laughs> well, thank you. Well, thank you. Tell her thank you. Henry. Appreciate it very radio much. Show, not just this show. Okay. Well, thank you. you have a appreciate day. it very much. I really appreciate have a great day, Henry. Thank you very much. We'll be right back, guys. Uh, come back for one last segment. We do have a couple of calls we could still take before we go off air. Three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa. Get the good stuff. 
You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. Modern windshields help protect the occupants of your vehicle in the event of a collision, so quality counts. In today's vehicles, your windshield has become a structural component of your car. The glass requires a specific amount of pressure to keep your windshield from literally popping out during impact. Even the quality of the resin that glues your windshield to your frame can make a difference. Since they invented windshield repair in 1972, Novus Auto Glass has continued to perfect their technique. Unlike most of their competitors, Novus can repair cracks up to a foot long without sacrificing the integrity of your windshield. Industry-wide delays in the supply chain have forced manufacturers to limit the quantity of glass they sell to individual shops, so you may need to wait longer for a new windshield. The sooner you contact Novus Auto Glass, the better chance you have at saving money with a repair. Contact a Novus location near you at klzradio.com forward slash glass. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Last segment here, by the way. We are at the uh, Crankers Hot Rod Car, Truck, and Bike Show. We've been at the American Legion post 1111 most of the day. They're getting ready to wrap some things up here, but cars are still here. Still a lot to look at, so uh, if you're in the area, still stop by. Jim, you are up next. What's going on, Jim? Hey, uh, I've got a 99 GMC uh, K1500, and uh, okay. I've had it. I'm the, I'm the second owner, and I've had it for six years or so. And throughout this whole period here, it has like a hesitation when you when you're accelerating onto the highway or something like that, and all of a sudden it'll kind of hesitate, you know, a little bit. And um, then when you're sitting like in a fast food line or something like that, it was almost like the transmission was slipping or something. But I've just uh, replaced, uh, put a brand new motor in it, brand new transmission, and it still does it. And uh, I'm just wondering level? if, if it, uh, what's that? Did you check fluid level in the trans? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's been okay. doing it for six years. And it, and it was doing it with the old motor and so with the old changed. transmission. And now, now both of them are brand new. Yeah. Uh, now my, auto tra uh, what transmission or what transfer case is in that? Do you know by the chance? Oh, golly, I don't know. Um, I, Jeff, do you remember now those my, had my the auto son, tracks or not? 
Does it have an auto all wheel or an auto four wheel drive feature on it? Do you know? Yeah, push button. Yeah, push button. Yeah, you may have a problem button, in the yeah. transfer case actually. Oh really? Okay. Yes. Could be. That's yes. the only that's the only thing in the drivetrain I haven't changed is a. Yeah, and it's the one thing that would cause what you're talking about as well because that's got a coupling unit. In, if it's an auto track transfer case, it's got a coupling unit in it that very well could be slipping. Okay, wonderful. Great. Well, I'm getting ready to replace that before winter, so hopefully that will take care of it then. How many miles are on it, Jim, by the way? Uh, 280,000. Yeah. If, when, go ahead, Jim. When you... Uh... Do you notice it more when you, like, come to a stop and then take your foot off the brake? Does it feel like it bumps? Uh, no. It's usually, okay. um, like I said, most of the time I notice it is, like, when you're sitting in a in a, in a mm-hmm. bank line or something like that. You're just sitting there with your foot on the brake, and it'll do that. I I would look at the transfer case. Yeah. Most definitely. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you for the direction. Okay. I appreciate it, guys. Thank Thank you. Thank you very much, Jim. I appreciate it. John, I think you'll be our last caller today. What's going on, sir? Oh, thanks for taking my call. I have a couple questions. Where is this car show that you're at, by the way? We're at, Where is that? We're, at base, we're right at 100th and Old Wadsworth in Westminster. Oh, okay. All right, great. Um, I have a 318 engine that I put in an old pickup truck, and I did a couple of different things lately to uh, improve performance. I put it on a uh, four-barrel manifold and a four-barrel uh, carburetor, Edelbrock carburetor. And uh, also at the same time, I uh, also replaced the ignition module and the, the coil. Uh, so I did both of these things at once. But now what it does, it starts very easily, by the way. It's just You just barely hit it and it starts. And when you step on it, it takes off. Great. But... When it's idling in gear, it's missing, and it jump, it's just an uneven idle. And uh, But, you know, I step on it, it's got plenty of power, it runs great, it starts perfectly every time. Uh, I don't know if I should even work on it, really, but uh, would you have any idea what could be it? Thinking. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm thinking with an ignition problem, it would get worse if you put load on it. You know? Yes, it would, actually. Yeah, is it a, is it a lean miss at idle doing that? That's, it could be, it could be. I, I tried richening up the idle screws and it didn't seem to make much difference. Have, so have you had it on a you know a four or five gas analyzer to see what it's doing at idle <clears throat> to know? Because that'll tell you. Wherever you get that done, I'd like to do that. Well, it, honestly, it costs you twenty five bucks. Would probably be the cheapest money you'd spend. Go down to an emissions test center and say, I just want an idle test on this vehicle. I don't need an actual emissions. I just want to do a test because I can't get it to run quite right. They'll, they'll run you a test at idle and tell you. Okay. I was wondering, it used to be what they tested for was COs and, and HCs. That's now, still what they test. What are they, oh, is so, it still in there? Yeah, on an idle okay. test for that vehicle, yes. If you ask them specifically what I'm saying, they would test it for that, yes. Cool. Okay. Great. Thanks and, a lot, by, and by the way, a lot of shops don't even have HC and CO testers hardly anymore because those older vehicles just aren't in that sh- in the shops as much as they were. And for twenty five bucks, that's going to still be your cheapest analysis out there. Period. Very cool. Very cool. How, how much longer are the car is going to be there at the car show? Oh, you know nobody's leaving, so good question. Oh, I don't see cool. anybody really heading out of here too quickly. They're going to do awards here in a few minutes, and I, I think people are still going to kick around here for a little bit. It looks like. 
Great. Another hour, okay. maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, great. Thanks a lot. Oh, okay, right. John, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Speaking of, we got a couple of minutes left. What else you guys want to add to what we've done today? Hey, it's been great. Yeah, it's been fine. Loved it. It's been a yeah, great show. Great show. Good to be with you guys. Appreciate Louie having us out and setting all yeah. this up. It's Don't forget. Go ahead, Jeff. It's been a pleasure. Don't forget, next week, yeah. Jeff and I will be out. I don't know if Dad and Bill are coming, but we'll be out at the at the uh, Sons of Italy car show. We're going to kind of go the other end of town. We're going to go to Wheat Ridge next week. And uh, Paul Lenigro from GIA Insurance, he does a great job. They have great food as well. It's a great event. There will be a lot of cars as well. And so if you missed today... We will be out there next week, so you can always come by and see us out in Wheat Ridge. And, again, same time. We'll start at the same time. The car show is about the same time of the day. We'll end about the same time. So if you missed anything today, you're always welcome to come out next week. I can tell you right now from knowing the guys that are here, there will be a different group of cars and such that will be there next week. So, again, if you missed anything today, don't worry. You'll be able to pick up what we do next week as well. And, and Jeff, we've – done that one several years yeah, as well second harlan it's a lot of fun so it's an easy one to get to as well it's kind of more in the heart of denver if you would so yeah if you guys are out roaming around next week at all stop by and say hi and, and it'll be a blast and we'll have a lot of fun as well i think next week's car show uh, goes to about one o'clock i think today these guys again are going to be here for another hour or two so hour, yeah, you know man. you guys can still welcome to come by and hang out and say hi and again we've really had a great time today at the uh, American Legion, and, and you heard Jen earlier talk about what the American Legion does, and I think it was really nice to be someplace like this on the anniversary of 9-11 some 20 years ago and honoring everything that happened that day and not forgetting. And I did a great show yesterday on that, yesterday honoring that. If you missed it, you can catch that via podcast on our website, Rush to Reason. But, hey, we're going to get out of here. You guys have a great, fantastic rest of your weekend. Have a great week ahead. Uh, don't forget, as we head into winter, make sure everything on the car is ready to go. Go check out our website, drive-radio.com. All of our sponsors and shops are listed there. So if there's anything you need, you can uh, ask them to get you taken care of, and they'd be happy to do so. And, again, we just appreciate it. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Those of you that have come by, we appreciate that as well. And uh, we'll sign off. You guys have a great weekend. This is Drive Radio. Thanks, Charlie. Chank. Thanks, Larry. Back in the studio. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.